Good morning and welcome to Moneyball Minute. My name is Kirk Henderson and I'm Editor-in-Chief of MavsMoneyball.com. Thank you for joining me on this Friday morning, March 18th. Let's get right to it because there's a lot to cover. Uh, To get the bad news out of the way, uh, news broke Thursday afternoon that former general manager Donnie Nelson is suing the Mavericks, alleging that he was fired in a retaliatory, retaliatory fashion for reporting that Mark Cuban's chief of staff, Jason Luton, harassed and assaulted uh, Nelson's uh, nephew at some point in 2020. It's a complicated lawsuit that also, uh, and in the report it also broke, that Nelson filed a complaint with the Equal Opportunity and Employment and Diversity Office in December. Uh, there's no real comment for me to be made from this, but the Dallas Mavericks and Mark Cuban have pushed back vehemently against this notion. Uh, the Mavericks put out a really spicy statement, uh, and it ends with the Mavericks had always intended to hold private the inappropriate actions of Donnie Nelson that led to his termination. Um, I don't have any further comment on this at the moment. Lawsuits are ugly. This particular lawsuit could get very ugly, and it's extremely disappointing all the way around because there's simply no good that will come from this uh, particular incident. Um, moving on, there's a lot of Luca content I'm going to post in the show notes that I think everyone should consider uh, taking taking a gander at first on um the ringers uh show with with logan um and raja bell it they they discussed um the the mavericks nets game for about 10 minutes and it's really fun just just listening to you know um people gush about how good luca played in that game it's just it's it's nice to to hear like we've been kind of quiet on the national media front about the mavericks for a while because i don't think teams or uh, uh people really understand why they're winning and they just keep doing it. And so uh, the Mavericks have sort of forced the conversation to come to them. Um, Logan Murdoch and Raja Bell did that podcast. I'll be sharing that in the show notes. Uh, the second is another ringer show. This one with with Kevin O'Connor and Dan Devine. It's Kevin's show, The Void, where they really get nerdy about why the Mavericks are dominating. Now, this is is a, a sort of a, a step in a different direction where they, they discuss a little more X's and O's items and it's really really worth the time it's fun kevin o'connor i know some people he's not everyone's cup of tea but i think he loves basketball so much and i just really really enjoy um looking into that dan also dan divine of the ringer also wrote what i'm kind of viewing as as the dominating piece for for explaining lucas just how unbelievable he's been since the porzingis trade it's really hard to pick something out of this article to read to you guys because he's just talking about how absolutely crazy luca luca's been and uh, it's not just him it's it's also um the mavericks as a whole and for for example, I'll just just read this you know just read this section to you. Once Luca gets going, he's awfully tough to stop. Luca's averaging twenty three point nine drives to the basket per game and fourteen point eight points on those drives per game since the Porzingis deal. Both increases over his pre trade deadline output and both number one in the league since the deadline. And shooting is scorching eighty one percent at the cup. It's really fun. 
uh, it's the sort of article that that I've been waiting for from someone that's not in our Mavericks media circle because uh, the folks that we read every day, we we you know we all know Luke is good, but it's it's fun to listen to someone gush who may not catch him on a night in night out basis. But that's the thing with Luca, is that he is constantly making the argument to be uh, viewed on a night in night out basis. Uh, the next piece I want to draw your attention to was one that came out on the same day as the Brooklyn game. You may have already read it already, but uh, our, our our guy Tim Mc, uh, Tim McMahon of ESPN puts out a really fun piece on Luca's passing and how he might be the only person in the sport to make some of these passes. Uh, he leads with the curveball pass that Luca threw against um, it was the Grizzlies, and there's a quote from Luca. Uh, and if you're if you're not remembering the pass, he's basically driving. He gets three guys on him and finds Dorian Finney-Smith in the corner in a pass that quite literally curves, like it's like a bullet time thing. It's it's I've I've never really seen a pass quite like it. Um, and Lucas says everybody was texting me after the game. What a pass! I didn't know what they were talking about. I saw the video and it was like a video game. And he's absolutely right. Um, it, it just kind of really breaks down both the lobs, the passes to the corner. Tim did some really really impressive work uh on this piece it's it's the sort of thing that where you know the conti- this is why you you go to ESPN and things like this because they have continued amazing access um also by the time you're listening to this at some point in the morning the the uh JJ Reddick podcast old man in the 3 should be posted and it's got an extended interview with Luka Doncic they released a a 3 minute teaser video uh which uh, I got to tease my buddy Jason Gallagher about this the the there's like a minute of JJ Reddick looking at his phone in the video, like it, but then he 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 gets Luca to to answer the question, like what do you see when you're sizing up a drive, and Luca really does in, I mean it's like savant style stuff in terms of breaking down what he's looking at and what he's thinking about and processing all within. You know, the 12 seconds in the shot clock between when he has to, to, you know, make a decision and drive and pass. I'm really looking forward to this podcast. I'm, it'll probably be the first thing I go listen to tomorrow morning. I'm sure we'll have some aggregated content from it, but you should go listen yourselves and then come back to Mavs Moneyball and tell us what you think is best. Uh, all right. So Friday night, the uh, later, later on tonight, the Mavericks played the Philadelphia 76ers. I'm taking a look at the early uh, injury report. Reggie Bullock's already listed as out. Marquise Chris is listed as is questionable, which is is something that's a uh, a step in the right direction because he's just been out. And then, very interestingly, Joel Embiid is listed as questionable with with back soreness. And it's you know with how many minutes he's played the the MVP candidate. Um, it would be something if the Mavericks don't have to f- match up against him. I have a feeling he'll play. Um, the, the, the way, you know, the, the way things go in, in the NBA, a lot of these guys want to play night in and night out. He wants to win MVP, I'm sure. And sitting games at this point in the year is not really a, a, a standard or is, is something that, that, that he would, would want to do personally. Um, they are in a current, they're, they're one game ahead of the Boston Celtics, uh, which, you know, the Mavericks are so hot. I bet they, they don't really want to play, you know, a team that's, 10 and 2 or 10 and 2 over their last 12 which is what the Mavericks are. Um Donovan Mitchell uh, of the Jazz is also out tomorrow night when the Jazz play the Clippers which is going to be a heck of a contest. So by tomorrow night the Mavericks might actually have uh if they're able to take care of business they might actually have a a firm grip or a firmer grip on the 4 
uh, seed instead of sitting in fifth, which is what you know we we're, the Mavericks were uh, in fifth for about two hours on Wednesday night and, until the Jazz won again. So that's all we have. Please uh, head over to MavsMoneyBall.com. You know, read some of our recent posts. We had incredible post-game coverage following the the Nets game. There's a news post up about the lawsuit, and you know, if you want to, ha- you know, comment on it over there. I'm trying not to offer very much on it, other you know, other than sort of what's been stated within both the lawsuit and the and the and the complaint to the employment office. Um, because this is going to get very ugly and I don't really think it's something that, that we as a fan site should be delving into too much. Um, okay guys, this has been a lot of fun. I hope you have a good Friday and we will talk later tonight when, uh, Josh and I hop on for, uh, Moneyball after dark and then the green room, which is hopefully a Mavs party. If you haven't already, I really hope you guys would download Spotify green room. Follow me at Kirk Henderson 35 and join. I really enjoy talking to new people on this. It's fun. Basketball is supposed to be fun, and we've had a good time this year. This this post-All-Star break stuff has been in nothing short of incredible. So everyone have a good day, and we'll talk soon.